Stop avoiding your erectile dysfunction issue. Peak Performance for Men is offering your best offer yet. Call today to book your free consultation and free blood flow evaluation. 1-800-210-8181. Peak Performance for Men helps over 80% of men who receive the treatment experience long-term improvement. Let the experts at Peak Performance for Men help you today. All it takes is one phone call for a free consultation. Free blood flow evaluation. Call 1-800-210-8181. That's 1-800-210-8181. Hello, and thank you for joining Blog Talk Radio. I appreciate all of my listeners. I have a lot of listeners in India and and a great bit in um, the U.S., and I thank God for that as He speaks to His people and as He began to pour out His heart to us that we may be reconnected to Him, that we may know His desires that He has for us in our own personal lives as we connect to Him. So in this episode, the Lord was really talking to me about the flesh and how the flesh can begin to overtake the Spirit of God to where when He wants to speak, we can't hear Him because our flesh is so strong And we miss out on what God is saying. And that's why when people say, I want to hear the voice of God, God wants us to kill the flesh so that we can hear him. But when we got two voices in our head, our own and God, we begin to mix them up as to who's really talking, our mind and our thinking and us trying to put things together. Or are we listening to the spirit of God begin to give us directions? Now, the way you can know the difference in the two is that the spirit of God will always take you to the word of God. He won't just want let you uh, listen or say, hey, listen to me. But he'll begin to take you to the word of God of something you may have read already or, you know, take you to a scripture that he wants you to read very slowly to allow it to get into your spirit and begin to manifest the answers that you need. And I think that's where we are all going wrong at is that we're not applying the word of God to what we're hearing and that will give us the confidence to know that he's speaking to us. But we began to think about the past and how other people handled it and then that's when we begin to handle the situation ourselves. And when it falls, we begin to ask God, well, I thought it was you. I thought you were talking to me. I thought you gave me these directions. But it was our own mind, our own set up mind that we have that's overtaking the spirit of God and him speaking to us. So as the Lord was ministering to me, he began to say, you know, that you spend too much time in one area. Instead of beginning to move forward, you begin to go stagnated. Instead of trying to find out the plans of God through his word and through maybe some visions and dreams he's given to you, we begin to just process it ourselves. This is the situation. I got to pay my rent. I'm almost evicted out of my apartment. And we begin to process where can I get the money from? How can I get the money? You know, what do I need to do? And then on the other hand, we're praying to God and asking him for help. And the two doesn't begin to gel together because we're working on something and God is working on something for us in order to get us out. But once we begin to sit down with the word of God, even in our anxiety, and we begin to just listen, we begin to just minister to the presence of God that is in our lives. And he began to appreciate us being in his presence that he'll begin to tell us exactly what we need to do to get ourselves out of some of the situations that we may have caused on our own so 
as God began to talk about waiting on him and listening to him, then we can begin to, you know, do the things of God. So as we go into Romans 8, verse 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So that lets us know right there that it's coming through his word because it's going to give us the peace that we need. And when the answer comes, life will become in us as well. And that's where the trust of God comes in and the protection of God, because now we know he's done it before. So he's going to do it this time as well. And that's where that peace comes in. And seven, it says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit of life because of righteousness. So, right here he's making it very plain to us that if we read this and we read it very slowly we'll begin to understand that our mind brings death to us if we're not in Christ our mind can destroy everything that God is working on in our lives and sometimes we begin to say God what's my destiny God what's my purpose and then you begin to process the answer yourself without waiting on God without getting in his presence without um, allowing his spirit to begin to minister to us and we'll mess the whole thing up because we'll go in one direction when he's really trying to pull us into another direction and that's where fear comes in as well because we're not focusing on the spirit of God he's saying we have to focus and not be carnally minded because it is death and that he would give us speak, uh, peace when we are spiritually minded because the, the carnal mind is against God and that makes a lot of sense because a lot of times when we begin to make decisions it has absolutely nothing to do with God we make them based on other avenues that we know or have been so he's letting us know that whatever you want come to him for because he's the one that created you and he's the one that know about the situation so when we begin to walk with him we begin to learn a lot more not even not only about ourselves but we begin to learn a lot about this the um the situation that's going on in our life so always seek god and then in romans 8 and 28 he begins to let us know and we that are that in all things god works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose okay let me read that again i think i messed it up and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose now what may kind of get us offline it says who has been called and sometimes we may think oh that's a pastor or a deacon or a minister or something but you've been called as well is not in just in leadership but you have been called he said but all things work together for those who love him now there are different areas of love that we may have compared to someone else someone may have like a beginning love because they're still trying to get to know god and then there's that mature love where you know you just walk and and do as god say but no matter how much love you have for christ it's love 
And as that love begins to grow, things will be revealed to you. So don't condemn yourself because you may not love him or know him like the other person or communicate with him like the other person. It doesn't matter because he loves us and we love him. So we don't have to worry about who has what and who, how much another person may know about God. The most important thing is that we know him for ourselves. So when we go to him in prayer, we sit to the side, we sit in our secret place with him, and we begin to talk to him. Now, what we have to understand between our carnal mind and the spirit of God is that we just talk to him, like I'm talking to you right now. So when it ha- when a situation comes up, and let's say um, sickness comes up, and we begin to talk to the Lord about it, you know, and we pour out our heart to him, letting him know we don't know why, we don't know when, We don't understand the diagnosis. We don't know if we talk to him like that and you say, God, help me to understand and help me to, you know, be healed from this. And we always think we have to go into a prayer line or we have to go find a minister. And those things are good and helpful to strengthen your faith. But sometimes just sitting there talking to God is good as well, because once you get peace about it and an understanding, when you do go into the prayer lines, when you do go to a pastor or minister, your faith is already built up to where the processing of it in that prayer will manifest for you. But when when we have too much fear, then we have we're working against the prayer because that fear is trying to take over the, the answers that the Holy Spirit has for us. So when we begin to talk to the Lord, ask him for that peace that he's promised us because you've got to put the peace in there in order for it to manifest whatever we're trying to get um, God to answer our prayers. So when we sit down with God and we just begin to pour out our hearts and it starts first as just a lot of tears, a lot of anxiety, a lot of anger. It is a lot of emotions flowing around in you when you get a diagnosis or something that is um, making you have that fear, like, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, I'm going to lose my car. Oh, I'm going to, you know, this is going to have going to lose my job. But God is saying to us, come to him. Don't go to your carnal mind and try to figure out the answer, but come to him. Allow his spirit to begin to talk to us, allow his spirit to calm us down and to assure us that he's protecting us. He will never leave us nor forsake us, but that he would always be there to answer us. So we need to understand that all things work together for the good of those who love him. So when we are in that position, let us just fall down on our knees and begin to talk to God. And we don't have to try to throw a whole lot of words together to make it sound good. No, just talk. You know, whenever in the Bible they had a situation, if they had to go to war, you know, if something was happening, they talked to God, you know, like, should we go? Should we not go? You know, what is going to be the end of this beginning of this? How do you want me to do it? And and they had a, a communication with open communication with God. And that's what he wants to have with us so bad. You know, he wants us to repent of our sins and come back to him. And then he wants us to talk to him like we're his best friend. You know, same way you would call your best friend when you get in some type of trouble is the thing, same thing he wants us to do with him. Come to him and say, Lord, you know this is going on. Lord, what about this? I mean, you can have a regular conversation with him, and he will begin to talk back to you and answer you, and you'll get accustomed to hearing his voice, you know, when it's something you're not supposed to do. And when he speaks to you, you'll know it's God. You won't question who it is, but you'll begin to know that that is God speaking to you. 
and you'll have a relationship with him at that point because you're growing in the communications you're growing in how to talk and to reverence him and to praise him and then that love that you have for him will begin to grow daily because now you're getting to know and he's like a relationship now you're getting or a marriage now you're getting to know him every day you know every day your your communications are getting a little better so we have to trust in the lord and lean not to our own understanding because it's going to continually get us in trouble. It's going to continue to bring death upon our lives because of the fact we're making our own decisions. We're trying to do things within ourselves. And in um, Philippians 1, um, we begin to just talk to the Lord and let him know that we love him. But it says in 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath started or began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine that he knew you and know you? So he wants us to talk to him every day because he started the work in you. And he's promising us that he will perform whatever he started in you. So that tells me that it's not God that leaves us. We leave him and blame it on him. Well, God, you left me because I got robbed the other day. God, you left me because I got fired. And we really are angry at God. But he's saying that I will fulfill the good work that I started in you. So as he began to fulfill that good work, that's a good promise for us. That's the communication for us. But in order for the good work to be performed, we have to have a communication with him. We have to know that he is there through that communication, you know. And you just tell him, you're like, God, hey, it looks like you're not here with me today. It looks like you're not communicating with me today. You didn't answer the prayer that I told you last night. And he'll begin to just talk to you about what you asked him last night. He'll begin to... um just minister to you through his word so you got to have the bible close by when you're talking to him because he's going to give you something in the word of god that that'll help you get through the situation or he'll have it on the radio or something you're listening to and you'll say well wait a minute that's what i asked god last night and then you go and you research it and he begins to build up that hunger in you to know him more and to begin to minister to him more so whatever it is we're going through today Whatever you are dealing with today and you're thinking it's the worst thing in the life that could happen, God wants you to come to him. He wants you to talk to him about it. And he's promising you that he is going to deal with it for you and he's going to show you how to get out of it. But if we begin to carnally try to figure God out, try to figure the situation out, you know, and you can even tell God what you're thinking because he, he already knows anyway. Hey, God, you know, my... um. My rent is due and I'm about to get evicted. So I think I'm going to go take out a loan. I think I'm going to go and borrow the money. And he'll just answer you, wait, that's not how I want to do it for you. You know, I don't want you to create another bill to get rid of a bill. Or I don't want you to go borrow from this person because of this, that, and the other. He'll begin to tell you why maybe your ideas are not the best for you. They are doable, but they're not the best. And he may begin to tell you, this is the plan that I have for you. And um, when we look at Elijah with the lady and she had to, you know, cook that last cake and she thought she was about to die. You know, she allowed herself to see one direction. But then when he came, 
there was a there was another plan for her and her child so we have to understand sometimes god is going to put it right at that date he'll open up something for you or he'll allow the person that's looking for the money or whatever to have mercy on you and extend it a little bit more but you will never know until you talk to him about how what when and where so as you talk to him you're building up the communication you're building up the relationship and the knowledge of who he is and how he actually works and does things you know it's not enough to just hear it at church or to begin to quote uh, bible verses but we need to live this thing in our heart we need to live this thing in knowledge and wisdom of the holy spirit because as the spirit speaks he's only speaking what god is speaking and as the angels work they're only working through what god and the holy spirit is saying so we have to begin to acknowledge all of the things that are available to us in heaven that god has created for us to get us through anything that we need to get through because we love him so much and god wants to please us he wants us to have the best or you know the the things that we need so we want to ask god for knowledge wisdom and direction his knowledge wisdom and direction and if we don't answer you on tuesday and you asked him monday I, i give it that whole week if it's not like tomorrow just give it the whole week and you know when the bill is due so if you know by then you don't have it start praying like a a long time before because you need to process the whole conversation each day that you have it and if it is an emergency and it just pops up and you're like oh my god oh my goodness i forgot you can still have that same conversation with god and say you know god i forgot i'm sorry i need you to help me now because this is coming up Stop avoiding your erectile dysfunction issue. Peak Performance for Men is offering your best offer yet. Call today to book your free consultation and free blood flow evaluation. 1-800-210-8181. Peak Performance for Men helps over 80% of men who receive the treatment experience long-term improvement. Let the experts at Peak Performance for Men help you today. All it takes is one phone call for a free consultation. Free blood flow evaluation. Call 1-800-210-8181. That's 1-800-210-8181. And I knew I was going to um, do something about it, but I forgot to call them to, to try to get an extension. I forgot to do this. And he'll still work with you with you forgetting. And that's what he's saying. Don't do everything under your carnal mind, but do it through the spirit of God, because that's when the results begin to come out for your good, because all things are going to work out for your good as long as you're not carnally minded towards that situation. So. As we begin to pray, and it's, it's very important that we begin to talk to, to God, especially in the times we're in right now, because you have so many things coming into your ear and that will bring fear. So many things coming into your ears, that's going to make you question God and who he is. And he wants us to return back to him. He wants us to begin to repent of our sins. Anything that we've done that may hinder our life or hinder our destiny and hinder the promises of good that he has for us because he started it and he's going to end it. We need to just go back to him. Say, God, I'm sorry. I'm coming back to you. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to stop things that don't make you happy and and feel loved. And I'm I'm just going to surrender myself to you. And the more you say, I'm going to surrender myself to you, the more you're making room for him to come. The more you're making room for him to communicate with you. 
but as long as we try to always be in control we try to always do things without him and then ask him to bless it and ask him to approve of it after we've already done it it doesn't really work that way sometimes he will have mercy on us and do it mercy and grace on us and do it but the majority of the time it's God that we need not our own thinking because when we fail like I said we'll get mad at God and we'll blame it on him and we'll say you could have blessed this it wasn't that serious you could have blessed it you could have put your hands on it you know you could have done this to help me out God but you did it you know and some people may even say that's why I don't serve you that's why I don't do this in the church and all they're making excuses for their own failure because you carnally did those things without God's permission or advice or knowledge or wisdom. So before we do anything, let us pray first that God will begin to move in our lives and begin to give us that wisdom. But it all comes from um, the word of God. Once we know the word, and I'm not saying you got to go quoting all the verses and stuff like that. I'm saying once you understand it, when you're studying it, it will be a revelation to you and it will be so personal to you. You have no choice but to remember it because that is something that touched your heart. That is something that began to minister to you in the situation that you're in. And that's how you begin to remember the story uh, storyline or verse that God has given you to read to solve your own situations. So we want to make sure that we separate the carnal and the spiritual and begin to go more into our spiritual because it says carnal minded is death, always going to end up in death because it's our own carnal mind. Whereas God is spirit and he knows everything, has the answer for everything and will solve and protect everything in us. So we know that we love the Lord. We just got to figure out how to grow in God. We just got to figure out how to um, show that love back. And the way to do it is in your secret place with him. We got to add the Bible. We got to add the secret place. And we got to add repentance. Because those are the things that are going to get us closer to him. But if you hold on to your sins, if you hold on and think that God doesn't know just because human doesn't know, God knows everything. And he is wanting us to just repent, come back to him. That's what he always said to Israel, the Jews. Just come back, repent, and let's, let's start this all over again because I am your God. And then they would go and do something else with idol worshiping and all that stuff. And then he had to go in, and take them into captive, captivity till they understand that he was God. Now, even though he doesn't do that anymore, he he does fall back when we begin to do the things that we want to do and we don't want to consult him about anything. He falls back and let us do whatever we have to do. And then he allows us to come back through mercy and grace because of the fact that Jesus died for us, died and resurrected for us. So this week I challenge you that he's saying he wants to talk to you. If you would go to him in your quiet place and say, God, I know you want to talk to me. Let's talk. And then you give him everything that's on your mind. Well, God, I'm thinking about this. I, I, I never heard you respond to that. So I don't know where we're going with all of this, God. But I need an answer from you. You know, and it's like, God, these are the things that happened to me growing up don't feel like you were there to help me these are the things that I wanted to do don't feel like you were there to help me and um, so that made me a little bit reserved about you worshiping you 
you know, getting into Christianity or really committing to you. Um, and it's not even about Christianity. It's actually just about God. But you have these conversations because he know these conversations have been in you since you were like eight years old or 15 years old or 20. He knew all of these things was going to one day have to come out into the light in order for you to serve him. So go ahead and get him out the way. Don't be afraid to tell him how you feel. You know, God, I was disappointed because I thought you were going to do this and I thought you were going to do that. And I thought you was going to help me do and just tell him. Because he already know. So once you tell him, it releases something out of you. So that now he can put something in you to assure you that he had you the whole time. But you made the decisions without him. Because we have to give an account for what we have done against Christ. Just as much as we want to, you know, tell him the things that he has not done for us. He never tells us the things that we have not done for him. He just puts it in our heart and places a desire for us to do it. But he never says, well, why you didn't pray last night? You know, I was I was waiting for you. Why you didn't worship last night? I'm God. You should worship me. He doesn't do any of that. He just constantly presses on our heart to come, constantly pressing on us to talk to him. And he just waits for us to one day say, uh, let's talk, God. But it's going to have to be, um, he doesn't want it to be under bad circumstances. You know, just wake up one day and, hey, God, you know what? I haven't talked to you today. Hey, God, you know, I haven't read my Bible today. I'm going to do that now because he's pr impressing it upon your heart to do those things. But when you're saying, I ain't going to read the Bible because I don't get nothing out of it. I don't understand it. I'm not going to ask God to help me do anything because he never does. When you're at that place, you really need to get into something, you know, into the word of God and begin to talk to him and, and listen to what he's saying to you. And you need to go in prayer. And repent for thinking that way first of all. And then ask him to come into your heart, come into your life and begin to talk to you about the things that happened in your life, about the things that are happening now in your life. And allow him to begin to take all of that fear and pain away so that the two of you can begin to grow, get to know each other. And then you'll see just how much he really loves you and how much he really cares about you. He doesn't want the carnal mind to always be in the forefront or in the priority of your decision making, in the priority of anything you do in life. He's saying, try my spirit, allow it to not be after the decision, but let the spirit be before you do anything. Allow my spirit to speak through you. Because he's seeing that the flesh cannot please God. Why? Because God is not a part of our flesh. He's a part of our spirit. So once we go to the spirit, it pleases him. But in the flesh, it's against God. It doesn't want to do anything God is saying. He'll say, hey, don't go over there and fornicate. You're like, God, but my flesh right now is really rising up. So there's that conversation even right there when he tells you don't go do it. And you're like, uh, God, you know, I got to eat this piece of cake. Oh, God, but I'll repent after I eat it, you know, or God, I want to go to this club, you know, and I know I shouldn't go, but I'm going to, I'm just going to go look. I ain't going to stay long. So that is that war that we're having against the spirit of God when he speaks. So some of the things, if you think about it, he's spoken to you and said, don't, and you overrode that, that um, decision because it was what you really wanted to do. It was what you really wanted to say. You know, I'm going to tell her off next time I see her. And God is like, let it go. Uh-uh, God, I can't let this one go. Try to make me look like a punk. And then you do it. Then you feel bad. 
then you apologize then you got to go back to god and repent then you got to go back and just pray and ask god to take that spirit out of you that always want to speak uh negatively about things is not even worth it once god says no just let it be no you know just leave it alone so carnal minds are not with god at all our thinking our processing is not a, a walking with the spirit of god we need the spirit of god in us for it says the spirit is life because of righteousness so you got the righteousness part by being saved by accepting him into your life you know we're working on becoming better but the carnal mind is just the body is dead because of the sin of the carnal mind the carnal mind will tell you to go over there and do something you know you shouldn't be doing you know talking to people you know you shouldn't be talking to that's the carnal mind it's going to always lead you into a direction that the bible is completely against so this week i challenge you to sit down and say god i want to talk to you even in the car you can tell him god we need to talk you know and he'll let you talk he'll just okay tell me everything you feel and tell me everything you want me to know and he'll begin to answer through the word he'll begin to answer through his spirit he'll let you know you know the whole conversation the whole disappointments you feel you got from god you know because i know we some people may not go in saying god i praise you for this and i praise you it may be just straight disappointments with god but once you have that conversation and he finishes that conversation you know you'd be like okay god my bad you're right it, all of that did happen and uh and some of it was my fault so we want to make an account of ourselves and the decisions that we have put out there you know before we go condemning god for what he didn't do didn't say or whatever and then i pray once the conversation is over this week between you and god that you find your peace in him through the through um the holy spirit that you find your peace in his word with wisdom and knowledge to help you to grow because god doesn't want us to feel the way that we feel you know and not thinking and we thinking that he just don't care sometimes you know that's our flesh telling us that he doesn't care that's our flesh telling us that he's not going to answer you because the spirit wouldn't tell you that his angels wouldn't tell you that so where else would those types of thoughts come from we put them into our own processing because of the fact that we can't see it our minds are limited to what god can see and what god can do and it will help you to grow in god that you won't put such limitations on him or a cap on his abilities but you'll begin to see him for the processing of anything he can do for you because you'll say oh god where did you how did you do that and it'll be so much peace and trust in god now instead of saying that i have disappointments towards god he doesn't want us to feel that way so this week just talk to him as you're moving around in the car or whatever and ask him a couple of questions about some things that happened in your life god why did you allow me to get raped you were there so why didn't you stop him and he'll answer your question for you you know and you'll get that peace you'll be crying because it's still pain you know it's something that is in your mind that's going to stay there the visual of it everything but at least allow him to give you the peace and comfort that you need and a and he'll be able to dry your tears from whatever happened to you uh, because he loves us so much 
and he wants us to move through life with that peace and joy forgiveness and just taking away the things that hurt us and taking away the people that have hurt us and allowing him to just come in and speak to us so as we conclude tonight we're just gonna believe God that this week he's gonna help us this week he's gonna talk to us this week he's gonna give us the peace that we need the joy that we need because we're not walking after our carnal mind anymore after we talk to him this week but that we will begin to learn his voice learn his spirit's voice that we may be able to be successful in our lives thank you so much for watching i mean watching for listening to this that you know god loves us so much and and just challenge yourself this week but um we i thank you so much for um listening i thank you so much for always being faithful to destiny talk um and just continue to listen and and please get something out of it um you can always leave me comments or prayer requests and god will begin to move in those areas for you as well because i will pray until you get the answer that you need so always focus on the lord every day and thank him for the things that he has done and thank him for the things that he, you feel he has not done because sometimes he's pulling us away from something that may hurt us and to us we should have gotten that thing so you can always talk to him and say god why didn't you allow me to get that and he'll actually respond to you and tell you why he didn't want you in that place or didn't want you in that job or whatever but he's always there to answer our questions that we may have because he never wants us to feel like he abandoned us or he allowed us to step into a trap and he saw that you know the trap was there but he wants us to always know that he loves us and he's protecting us um and he's never leaving us so father we thank you right now oh god we give you praise glory and honor father that all things work together for the good for us oh god and even if the enemy brings something that you know he's trying to make it a bad thing you will switch it around for us and turn it into something good because you're going to block whatever the devil is trying to do to keep us from the blessing that you have for us oh god we thank you right now oh god as you communicate to us this week and that you begin to reveal yourself and give us an encounter this week of who you are in us and uh, we love you we appreciate you god and we thank you for all the healings that will happen on this week oh god any cancer any brain tumors any barrenness in the uterus oh god father any financial difficulties show us how god to increase our finances show us how to maintain what we have father we rebuke any re evictions god any repossessions any um, sickness diagnosis god of death we rebuke it right now in the name of jesus we thank you oh god because we know that you are going to supply all our needs according to your riches and glory oh god as we begin to talk to you and get to know you this week oh god we thank you oh god for the blood that was shed for us that god we may be healed from anything that we have the salvation that we need through the blood and the communication and the relationship oh god we thank you right now we give you praise glory and honor oh god in jesus name amen Hey, kiddo, how was the hell? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at iconpass.com.